Good evening, everyone. We're broadcasting live, March thirty-first. Today's quote from the Anguttara Nikaya. Pabasarang idang bhikkave jitang. Luminous or radiant is this mind. Tanchakoho agantukehi upakilesehi upakiriptang. It is defiled by visiting defilements or incoming defilements that come from without. It's a good, good explanation. Agantuka is that, that which comes. Agantuka is often used to talk about a guest. Monks are called agantuka when they come agantuka agantu not quite sure actually tanga sutava putujano yatha bhutang napajanati we have this phrase asutava putujano yatha putujano asutava putujano a uninstructed world thing. It's a it's a phrase that the Buddha uses often. Talk about those who those who have never uh, looked at their minds or never thought about spiritual teachings about maybe not even spiritual teachings so much as those who have never thought about the things that the Buddha taught. So, they've never looked at their own minds or learned anything, who spend their time involved with worldly affairs. So, Asuttava, someone who has not heard the, the truth. Putujano, one who is full of defilements. And Yathabhutang Napajanati, they don't understand this as it is. So people think that the mind is, uh, or that their person is static. We think of our characters, characteristics, our character types as fixed. So people say, I'm an angry person, or I get angry at this. Or Someone told me just today, really nice person, but she said, I get, what did you say, I get ticked off at people's crap or something like that. Uh, it was in the context of a bigger state, of a larger statement, but she mentioned that in passing that she can get frustrated at people. And we say things like this, like this is how we talk, we, and this is how we think. We think of ourselves as having a certain character type. So we think of the mind as being inherently mm, idiosyncratic. Buddha said, no, 
No, the mind is luminous. The mind is pure, basically. And funny enough, people, there are groups that misinterpret this text to mean that the mind is like a glowing ball. Uh, the Dhammakaya movement in Thailand, I, I heard the vice abbot, I sat with him for five hours while he explained to a small group of us about uh, what this passage means, and it's that the mind is a bright light, which is coincidentally the meditation object that they use. Uh, they imagine a bright light, a crystal. They say the mind is luminous, so they take it to be a physical light that you can see. That's not what is meant here. Because it's related to kilesa, upakilesa, defilements. So that's the first, the, the, this is the ekkanipata. So each sutra, you could say, is just, just a couple of sentences. So that first part is the first sutta. It says patthamang, the first. This is the first sutta, just that part. And then the second sutra is just, second sutta is just a um, inversion of it. Where he says, uh, sutta vato arya savaka sajitta bhavana ati vadami. Oh wait, sorry. I didn't finish the first one. So a, a an uninstructed ordinary worldling doesn't understand this as it is. Therefore, for a uninstructed worldling, there is no cultivation of the mind. They do not cultivate their minds. So that's, that's not a literal translation. Literal translation is, there is no, and it's in quotes, therefore, uh, I say wadami, tasma wadami, therefore I say asuttavato for an uninstructed putujanasa worldling, jitta bhavana, the training of the mind, nati, doesn't exist. You all know what the word nati means, right? Nati is a famous, it's a, there's a story behind the word, right? Nati jitta bhavana, there is no jitta bhavana, there is no bhavana for the jitta and then the second one's the inversion so suttang suttava aryasavako yathabhutam pachanati that, that a instructed student of the enlightened ones understands it as it is yathabhutam pachanati tasma therefore or so from that literally Suttavato Aryasavakasa Jitta Bhavana Ati for a uh, instructed student of the enlightened ones, there is ati, there is jitta bhavana, cultivation of the mind or the development of the mind, mental development. Jitta bhavana. That's said, and it says dutiyang, which means it's the second. And then it goes on. There's there's ten in this vaga. So the Nikaya is is sorted according to sorted by vagas, which are like chapters, sort of. But they don't, um, you know, they don't. They're, they're usually chapters 
are well sometimes they're sorted by subject sometimes they're just packed in there here the third one is about metta citta the mind of the mind of metta citta achara sangha tamatampi i don't know anyway it's been a long day i had an exam this morning on peace which is always a good thing to be tested on but it was actually kind of disappointing the um the, the questions on it were surprising questions were um, about well I, I guess it was just kind of strange it wasn't the things that i'd studied we were asked uh, for meetings that had led up to UN Resolution 70.1, 70/1, like well, I don't, you know, I wasn't paying attention to the, the names of the meetings and summits. Which, but I guess, I guess I'm a little bit out of my element there because I'm not really interested in worldly affairs. I'm more interested in the content than the you know, stuff that's going on, which is a fault of mine. I mean, I can never really be a peace worker in the sense that they want me to be. They want us to be worldly peace workers, I think. Getting involved with governments and, and doing our civic duty, I guess, and, and getting involved. Unfortunately, I'm not a citizen. <laughs> I'm you know, out of society, so... And then we had to write an essay about uh, we had one of three topics, and we're talking about the happiness. Which one did I talk about? Uh, bizarre. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> just wondering if I wrote about the wrong topic. And I wrote about uh, UN Resolution seventy slash one. Sustainable Development Report, just because it was easy. But I started thinking, you know, this resolution doesn't really hit at the hit at the root of the problem, which is uh, which is this quote. You know, the root of the problem is our our minds are defiled. So there was no call for meditation. How do we solve the world's problems? Meditation wasn't on the list, so it was missing something. And then I just finished my essay. Why I'm talking about this? Because I wanted to talk about my essay. So I did this essay. And I think it's somewhat interesting. It's a little too academic for my tastes. Um, meaning like, it's fine when I write for school, it's a little bit artificial. Like you kind of have to make it fit with the course and well, then not doing any courses on meditation. So I suppose I somehow play into their hands a little too much. I could probably have done a, found a way to do an essay on meditation, but, you know, it's East Asian Buddhism. I, I was interested in the Lotus Sutra. So um, I'm interested in... in... in, in 
and making clear what is the Dharma and what isn't the Dharma. And, and um, that you can't just get away with um, putting words in the Buddha's mouth. I, mean, I was really kind of disgusted by the Lotus Sutra for what it blatantly appears to do to the Buddha and to Sariputra and, and to the Dhamma in general, you know how it just throws out the 45 years of the Buddhist teaching and uh, you know, just makes bizarre claims. I mean, of course, there were lots of texts like this, but the Lotus Sutra became famous. And so I'm looking at why it became famous. No. So uh, why I'm talking about this because um, I, I you know, thought maybe somebody out there would like to read it and hopefully um, look at it for me and find typos and stuff. So, goodness, but I don't want to put it like out on the internet, especially not while it's not finished. And because it would just mean getting too many people writing comments on it. I've done that before. And why did I get lots and lots of comments that I had to just discard but um, so I'm posting it here on the site if you want to go read it it's fairly academic I think so hopefully it's not a turn off but I can write my writing's, my writing's good I know my writing's good so I'm interested uh, if there's anyone out there who would uh, go ahead and read through it and at least give me some feedback Programmer, you know, we're supposed to do this before we hand our work in, find someone who will read it. So I got all you guys to read it. So anyway, I post a link in case there's someone out there who has the time to go through it. And that's about it. Not much. Uh, yeah, so I just finished that paper tonight. It's not a long paper. In fact, if it seems terse and it's like, wow, why did you why did you write so little? And just it feels like I felt like I was skipping from point to point. It's because we had a word limit of two thousand words, and the papers that I came out with was two thousand two hundred, and that's being excruciatingly parsimonious. So. Uh, I could have written, you know, four times as much probably, at least twice as much would have been pretty easy. Would have been more comfortable writing twice as much, but it would have been more work. So I'm kind of thankful that it was only short. And, and he really likes, this professor is really big on uh, concision. And yeah. Because I guess a lot of people will just, Give end up with word salad, and they, they just um, he said they write an introduction that's totally unrelated to their paper, and they just blather on about this and that. So making it making it so short forces you to be to be on 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 track because you have to get through your whole argument. So anyway, you don't want to hear this. This is not related. But tonight's verse. Getting back to the verse was awesome. It's an awesome little verse and very much related to our meditation practice.
we practice to not 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 change the mind in the terms of cultivating a new I, a new me that, that's Buddhist, but in terms of just coming back to a natural state. It's very important in Buddhism, in meditation. That we're we're just trying to sort everything out, untie all the knots, which is a bigger task than it may sound. I mean, it's not like you're just going to go back to the ordinary person you were before or you generally are. It's, it is a profound change, but it's only a profound change because, well, because really everything that makes us human is an artifice. Oh, the whole being a human is not natural. And we get back into this idea of what's natural, but it's not natural in the sense that we've made it, we've cultivated it. Uh, we've cultivated it arbitrarily. There's nothing particularly, it's not like you look at the universe and say, oh, that needs humans. No. The, the perfect representation of the universe, a being in the universe, a human being. No, I mean, that's what Christianity, Judaism, theistic religions tried to do. They said, well, why are humans here? Well, we must be the perfect, you know, somehow they got to that. It's not true. Anyone who believes that is 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 grossly deluding themselves. So, but there is something luminous and and uh, pure in us all. Underneath all that garbage, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, even Devadatta in the end got on the right track. Anyway, that's all for tonight. We'll take a rest. Tomorrow I'm going to spend some of the day going over any comments that people have on my paper, if anyone does look at it, and going over it, and then i got to submit it before the end of tomorrow. So, And then I'm done. I've got a couple exams, but... Oh, and the symposium. Next week is the Peace Symposium. So yeah, this weekend I'm going to be spending on organizing the symposium. That's all. Have a good night. Oh, uh, yeah, have a good night. No questions tonight. Not that anyone ever has them, but if you happen to have questions, come back tomorrow. Night.